Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's episode 28. Hello. Can you believe we've done 28 episodes of this show? Feels like 400. It do- In a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's episode 28 of the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And with us, as always, on the other end of the computer, it's Daniel Proc. <laughs> or DinoProc95 on Instagram. And with us, like always, doing Hidden Mickeys with the Kid, it's the kid, Kenzie. And... Can't forget about our little mascot, Scar the Kitten. Meow. Meow. That was him. Meow. Did you hear him? We've got a fun show tonight. I'm really excited about this. Me too. We've got some really fun stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about this week in Disneyland history. We've got some big news uh, regarding the park reopening, phased reopening at Walt Disney World, which I know is not Disneyland, but it's the closest thing we've got. Uh, we've also got a lot of shout outs. Talking about a little bit of food, a lot of bit of merch. It's Halloween season, everybody. Hooray! It's my favorite. We're going to do uh, events and entertainment. And the big topic that we have this week, we have a very special guest. We're going to be doing the music of Disneyland with Kaylin Rabbit. <gasps> you guys know her. You love her. She does our theme song. Yeah. It's so good. Live every week. Every I don't <laughs> yep. know if you know that or not. She, she comes does by songs. in a full hazmat suit every yes, week. With a piano. Yep. It's quite impressive. She's really strong. Really excited to talk to her about that this week. Uh, So stay tuned. We've got a lot coming at you. Kaylin, bring in the show. She's She's here. here. She's live. Bring in the show. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast. For when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we're going to get started with some shout outs. This is a first for us on the show. I'm actually going to submit a retraction Oh. for your approval. Uh, I was called out by our dear friend, Damaris, or Dam as we call her. Uh, I was called out because uh, I may have misspoken. Uh, when we were talking about the 18-year-old Bob Penfield, who started working on July 13th of 1955, just days before the grand opening of Disneyland, uh, I may have said that he was the longest-running cast member. And that's not 
entirely accurate. So I'd like to place a retraction. Uh, Bob Penfield was one of the original Disneyland cast members, started in 1955, and the longest running of the original cast members, the Club 55. But there is a gentleman by the name of Oscar Martinez, and he is actually the longest tenured cast member at Disneyland. And he, in 2017, celebrated his 60th year working at the resort. If you have had breakfast at Carnation Cafe, you have met Oscar. You've more than likely met him. And if you haven't, you probably tried his potatoes. He's got a special mm. uh, potato dish at uh, Carnation Cafe. It's called the Oscar Special. Um, and he is, he's been there forever. And I, I'm so sorry I, I misspoke on this. We know who he is and we know he's been there for a long, long time. Uh, so 50 of the 60 years he was celebrating uh, worked at the Carnation Cafe. Um, originally he worked in Fantasyland quick service locations. And over the years, he's trained a ton of cast members, including grill cooks from Tokyo, Hmm. which is awesome. Um, so after years spent whipping up breakfasts and lunches for guests, Oscar now spends a lot of his time greeting guests at the Carnation Cafe, um, where his, as we said, the breakfast potatoes are featured in a menu item named in his honor, the Oscar Um. special. They're so good. So uh, January 17th of 2017, and this was a few weeks after his December 29th service anniversary, he was presented with an award created just for him. It's a one of a kind uh, uh, by Walt Disney Imagineering. And the inspiration for this this plaque, this statue made of, uh, I think it was made out of um, bronze, uh, was inspired by Cinderella. And it was actually the first time they'd used Cinderella as an inspiration for uh, designing a service anniversary award. So very cool. Apologies, Oscar. You're a legend. And we're so happy that we've had the opportunity to meet you. Uh, So congratulations on your long tenure at Disneyland. You're you're a treasure. And we have a couple special shout outs to our newest Patreon subscribers. We may have mentioned him before in another episode, but... We're going to mention him again because we love him that much. Thank you so much to our buddy, Jacob Gonzalez. You're awesome. We miss you so much. He's one of our 501st buddies, and we've just we've adored you since the moment we met you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. It means the world to us. And our friend from Instagram, uh, I think we've been following each other for uh, years. Uh, Allison Evers, Bionically Allison, thank you so much for your support. Honestly, means the world to us. Thank you so much. Uh, we figured some things out. We're going to get some things shipped out pretty soon here. So keep an eye on your inbox. Nope. Keep an eye on your mailbox. Uh, keep an eye on your mailbox. And uh, thank you so much for your support. On to birthdays. Birthdays. Yes. There's a lot of really good birthdays this week. Uh, you know him as the 44th president of the United States. We know him as Barry. Good old friend of ours. No, I'm just kidding. He's not our friend, but I'd be cool with him. Uh, Barack Obama celebrates a birthday this week. I miss uh, you. Our resident baker, <laughs> Damaris, celebrated a birthday this week. Our buddy Keith Johnson. Hey, buddy, out there in Texas. Congrats on your uh, your another, another year of survival. You did it. Happy <laughs> birthday. Our friend Kelly. Our little friend Aubrey. <gasps> happy birthday. And a dear old friend of mine, Jenna. So happy birthday to you all. First, your birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, dear Matt, Damn, Keith, Kelly, Aubrey, and Jenna. Woo! I got tongue tied. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! 
birthday, everybody. And speaking of birthdays, we've got one more. Uh, you know him as Jimmy the Rocket Man Zara in High School Musical 3. We know him as our best friend, Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been uh, he's been lucky enough to have some fun in uh, some cool Disney movies. Uh, High School Musical 3, Geek Charming. Um, he did some stuff in Hannah Montana. Uh, he was on Furry Vengeance. Our buddy, Matt. Matt Prokop, everybody. Let's give him a call. Say happy birthday. Okay. We should get Kaylin on the phone, too. May- that would make sense because she loves the guy. Probably. Let's do that. Okay. Hey! Oh, oh dang! Whoa! Matt Prokop! <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy birthday Happy buddy! Birthday. Thank you very much. So, Matt, do you remember Kaylin? She played a song for you that one day? I do! Yes. Oh my gosh! So, obviously, you know she's a huge fan, but also it's your birthday, and we were gonna do a show with her, and she's gonna do talk about Disneyland music. And so we're right. like, oh, let's call Matt while we're on the phone. It'll be perfect. Heck yeah. This is crazy. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. What are you doing? I miss you so much. Uh, Just coping. I miss you guys. Uh, miss no, you I'm currently sitting with Kristen. The Astros are in, what is it, the 12th inning now? 11th? Bottom of the 11th? Uh, oh. With with the, the lovable Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a heated series, to say the least. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you get back to your game, but not without saying this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Matt Prokop. <laughs> Happy birthday. I love you. I freaking love you guys. I love you love so you much. so much. I love y'all so much. Seriously, thank you for doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Happy birthday, buddy. Guys. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Sounds good, okay. man. And it was nice meeting you face you to face. You too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Kristen, say hi. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. <laughs> Enjoy your game. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Love y'all. Love Bye. you. Love Bye. <laughs> Perfect. Now well, that was great. Wants to die a yeah. uh, oh my gosh. You guys. That's so great. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Oh, now let's let's just continue the role of birthdays. It's birthday time on the podcast. It's birthday time on the podcast. So Kaylin's birthday isn't until November. There's a lot of July birthdays in the family. We had you and I. We had Brad. Brad. We had Haley, uh, Haley Bird. Um, we Damaris. had Patrick and Karen. We had Damaris. Patrick was in June. Well, Patrick was in June, but it's close enough. Kaylin's birthday is not until November. November, though. Yeah. But to keep the birthday fun going in July, we decided to tell Kaylin right now in this moment live that we're taking her to see Hamilton in April. What? We bought the tickets. We bought tickets yesterday. So what? And we're so excited to take you. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Oh my gosh! I'm gonna cry. You guys didn't have to do that. Of course we didn't, but we wanted to because we love you. Oh my gosh! I love you guys so much. I love you. you. Yes. I was like, yeah, we can't wait till November. I couldn't wait. We couldn't wait to tell you. So we. I can't believe that. Yes. But wait, there's oh more. Gosh. Wait, there's more. No. So, <laughs> Kaylin, 
if everybody remembers, if you've listened to this show before, and if you listen to the intro, Kaylin is our songwriter. She's she is written our songwriter. And, and, and made all of the music on our show as far as like the, the live singing and, and piano playing. And it's beautiful and we love it. And we're so thankful to her. So oh. as a payment, we, we tried to pay for her <laughs> annual pass at Disneyland. So annoying. And then this COVID thing happened. Um, but we've been like super involved in other things besides Disneyland lately because there's really nothing else to do. So we've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. And we can't play with mm-hmm. our friend Kaylin because she doesn't have a Switch. So we got her a Switch. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like Oprah right now. <laughs> you get a Switch. You get a Switch. And we get a Switch. And you go to Hamilton. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was your mom's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, I know. We're terrible. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We're going to have so much fun. You're going to come to our We're islands so all the time. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, you guys are crazy. You're I know. just throwing this at me I know. all at once. I know. We decided <laughs> oh this was gosh. the best way to do it. <sighs> oh my gosh. So, thank you for, one, thank you for being such a kind, gentle human being. You're oh. honestly one of my favorite humans in the in the world. And thank you so much for all of the work you put into our music. Like the, Our music is the best. When we, get, when we get comments about our show, like most of the time... People are that dang jingle. Yeah, oh my jingle. God. it's stuck in my head. It's jingle. Yeah. So, thank you so much for everything you thank do you. and everything you are, because you are one of the kindest souls I've ever met in my life. And <sighs> you're the one. You're the. You're the. You're the one. You're the one that like I hope that Kenzie grows up to be like you, because you're such a oh, good person. So. Thank you so much. I mean it. That's like. That just made my entire year. <laughs> I love you guys so much. I love you so much. You mean so much to me. You love know, you, love you, you're my love best you. friends. And yes, I this agree. Is huge. I agree. You, and I I'm, mean, we're, we're lucky to have you guys, you, you know, you in particular and, and you and your your dad's been my one of my dearest friends since I met him seven years ago or eight years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven, eight, years ago. seven years ago. Meeting your mom, you know, very shortly after that, they they were easily my favorite people. And then watching you grow and then now you're our friend. Like before you were yeah. like, you know, you're like you're like the niece. You're like, you're our niece, Kayla. Right. But now you're like also our friend, which is just <laughs> so awesome. So you're a big part of this show. And this is the best way we could come up with to say thank you during this weird time. Well, I am, I'm so extremely grateful. You just, I, I love you guys. Thank you love so you much. Too. Love you so much. It's time for this week in Disneyland history. We talk about things that happened in the past. Like 1928, when Walt Disney's trademark application for Mickey Mouse was filed with the United States Patent Office. My. Okay, this week in Disneyland history, in 1933, the Mickey Mouse Watch, which is an iconic piece of pop culture forever, uh, is debuted and introduced at a cost of $3.25. That's cheap. It's, it gets even cheaper, though. They lowered it at some point to two ninety five. Oh. And famous watchmakers have been making renditions of this 1933 classic for since then. So, very cool. In 1955, we had talked about this when we were talking about Disneyland's opening. The Casey Jr. Circus Train, which was based on the train with the same name in the 1941 Dumbo flick, uh, debuts at Disneyland. Uh, But this is shortly after the opening because, if you remember, it kind of did a wheelie on the track. So, they had to put some lead (laughs) on the front there to keep it stabilized. So, they revamped the cars and put it back on the track. 1965, although it's been running since July... 
Disneyland hosts an invitation-only showing of its new park attraction, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. This evening program included a retreat ceremony and dinner at the Plaza Inn, and although originally showcased as the prime feature of the State of Illinois Pavilion at the 1964-65 New York's World's Fair, this is not the original Lincoln figure, but an improved duplicate. They made some improvements on the old guy. In 1970... A bizarre occurrence takes place at Disneyland. This was a trip. So 750 hippies and radical yippies, as they called themselves, infiltrated the park and took over Fort uh, Fort Wilderness. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this? No. Yeah, they were protesting v- the Vietnam War. And they even like sang uh, their own rendition of Zippity Doodah, which was talking about uh, Ho Chi Minh. And it was a trip. So... Uh, it was. It became kind of a battle between them singing stuff about Vietnam and then um, the more uh, patriotic guests singing "America the Beautiful." Um, and then at some point, before it got too heated between park guests and these these guys who infiltrated, um, a platoon of Anaheim police officers in full riot gear came into the park from backstage, um, and the president at the time, president of operations was Dick Nunes, and he ordered the park closed at 7.10 p.m. Hmm. Yeah. So for a lot of years after that, they selectively enforced a dress code at the park because of this, um, occasionally refusing admission to long-haired hippies. Uh. (laughs) Dang hippies. Yeah, so this is the first time an outside security force has ever made a full-blown public appearance at the park. Crazy. Hmm. In 1998, passengers aboard the Disney Magic's maiden voyage become the very first Disney guests to set foot on Disney's private island, Castaway Cay. How exciting. Yeah, so 98 is when that happened. So uh, if you're not familiar, this place is, uh, it's an island located 225 nautical miles from Disney's home port of Port Canaveral, Florida. And it's a 3.1 mile long and 2.2 mile wide island. It was originally called Gorda Cay. And uh, they actually filmed the 1984 feature Splash there when huh. Tom Hanks' character meets Daryl Hannah's character for the first time. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. 1999, production begins on the newest animated feature from Disney, Lilo and Stitch. Maybe we should do a hidden Mickey for it. And then just last year in 2019, the Main Street Electrical Parade returned to Disneyland for another limited engagement run. It came. It went. We laughed. We cried. It's fine. You're a jerk. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's this week in Disneyland history. Up next, the news. This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. <laughs> so I think we can get the... <laughs> can we go now? Yeah. Uh, I think we'll get the, the bad stuff out of the way. And then we'll make room for some good stuff. So in the not so great news, um, well, it is it's actually really good news because Disney is really taking the safety thing seriously. I think I did see another picture surface of some people on top of each other at Walt Disney World. And it made me not so happy. But I know that's the 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 exception to the rule. And I know it's not happening all the time. But people just stay off of each other. (laughs) Let us have nice things, please. Wear a mask. Speaking of masks. At this time, Disney has announced neck gaiters, open chin triangle bandanas, and face coverings containing valves, mesh material, or holes of any kind 
are no longer acceptable face coverings at Disney. Good. Yes. Face coverings are intended to reduce the transfer of respiratory droplets and exhalation valves and materials with holes do not adequately filter air that is exhaled. So please don't wear those things. If you don't like it. Or you will be turned away. Stay home. All right. Negative, Nancy. What? If you don't like it, stay home. That's true. There's no fighting it. So, yeah. Uh, but also in not so great news, um, the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland has been canceled due to COVID-19 with Disney stating they anticipate a return in 2021. But they won't if you guys don't start wearing your mask. So wear a mask. <laughs> Give us Oogie Boogie Bash back, please. In better news, site plans for the Disneyland Hotel DVC Tower have been approved by the City of Anaheim Planning Commission. We had talked about this probably what a couple months ago mm-hmm. so it's it's been approved uh so as well as the ink and paint themed pool which is going to be so cute yeah i'm really excited to see that so uh they're still set for a 2023 opening but you know obviously there's some things going on that could push that back um so we'll see mm-hmm. yeah. um and speaking of hotels all hotel reservations have been canceled through august 22nd um, previously they had canceled them up until August 7th, but it has since been pushed back further again. Wear your masks. Oh, we should have put that in the bad news. Snuck that in. Um, there is also some kind of exciting stuff. Um, there's rumors of special holiday days coming to Galaxy's Edge, um, which include Life Day that was mentioned in the Star Wars holiday special. For those of you who haven't seen it. Sorry. Or not. Lucky, I guess. (laughs) Um, Black Spire Day, which would be celebrated on May the 4th. And a Batuan Harvest Festival. But I'm not going to hold my breath for the Harvest Festival because that's supposed to be in the fall. fall. And you guys won't wear your masks. (laughs) All right. So let's talk merch. I want it all. What is it? All of the new Halloween 2020 merchandise yeah, came it's, out. Yeah, it's Halloween season, everybody. And it's not just clothing. It's not just costumes. There's home decor. There's um, new spirit jerseys. There's new kitchen um, decorations. There's candle hold- There is so much stuff, and I need every single bit of it to make my heart happy. So... Yeah, there's a Does lot. Does that work? There's a lot. And <laughs> I, I'm not. So the the spirit jersey. I want it. Which is, is definitely not my style, but I like it. I want it. I think I would wear it. They have it in an adult size and a kid size. Yeah, it's like it's very Christmas sweater like. But It but reminds Halloween. me a lot of the the um, the holiday spirit jersey that had the different um, foods on it. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that. And they've got a kid's version of it, too, which is a little bit different of a pattern. It's got more orange yeah, than it's black. More orange. They also have a pet one. Yeah, which is funny. I might buy one for Scar. Um, and then they've got they've got like a vo- uh, a votive candle holder. It's a cute little um, Mickey pumpkin. And it it's says, cute. <gasps> and then I really, 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 really want. They have a Halloween wreath. Yeah. It's a sh- it's in the shape of uh, Mickey ears, um, and it's got more Halloween colors. It's pretty neat. I like it. I need it, like one hundred percent. I've also been looking for a new kitchen set, and they have Minnie Mouse Halloween towels, 
So I'm just going to buy those and then I'm going to buy all kinds of decorations that go with the colors on the towels. So long story short, lots of Halloween stuff. Don't be surprised if this is a lot of stuff that's sold out. Just stay positive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Faith and trust and pixie dust. There's okay. So I know a lot of this Halloween stuff, like the clothing and the decorations and stuff aren't for like a lot of you guys, like you guys could care less, but I know there's a lot of pin people out there and there's a mystery pin set that's out that is um, the Sanderson sisters. So cool. It's really, really cute. So you can see what three of the pins are. Three of the pins are each of the sisters. And then there's two mystery pins. They show like a, um, like a silhouette of them on the, on the shop Disney website. One of them is definitely Thackeray Binks. <gasps> Thackeray Binks! And then I want to say the th- the last, the fifth mystery pin, they have another silhouette of this one. And it kind of looks like the sisters on their brooms. Which, like, it might be, like, when Winifred is on her broom oh, and Mary's on the vacuum. It's absolutely that. And Sarah's on the yeah, mop. I think like that's there's what there's maybe clouds behind him or something. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it might be, but we don't know. So let's buy five <laughs> and hope for the best. The um the other ones are super cute though. The ones that they do show the uh, the the actual sisters, um, very cute. I'm excited. I can't. I do want to buy those because I do want to try to get that. Ooh, I have a hiccup. I'm so sorry. I do want to try to get Thackeray Binks. Yeah, that would be cool. I love him. Yeah, he's well. We almost named our cat after him. Yes. That's why he had a really long name for a while, because he was Scar Salem Thackeray Binks McCready. And then we just dropped the Thackeray Binks part. Yeah. But he's still just as cute. Yeah. But there's a lot of really cute stuff. Check out Shop Disney. See what's still available. There's mugs. There's candy bowls. There's little, like... Living room decorations. There's clothing pieces. Hello, Scar. Oh, you heard us talking about you. Hey, Thackeray Binks. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. So check it out. It's it's time to get excited for spooky season. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you the mystery pins are still in stock. You can buy them now. The wreath is not. It's already sold out. I so want to talk about it. Make sure you guys go and check it out like right now. Go quick. But keep listening. Don't turn us off. That's can, merch for the week. You can play us in the background. It works. <laughs> Up next, Hidden Mickey's with the Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. All right, welcome back to Hidden Mickey's with the Kid. We've got the kid. Hi, Kenzie. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for joining us for our show today. You're welcome. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank so, you for letting me dine with you. Just you're kidding. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your, your attendance at our dining. Um, so what'd you come up with for this week's Hidden Mickeys with the Kid? This one is in Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. All yeah. right. I love it. That's awesome. All right. So where are we going to find this in, in Lilo and Stitch? So it's kind of in the beginning of the movie, kind of not. It's um after Lilo and and Nani get in the fight. Okay. So they and then Nani comes into Lilo's rooms and 
rooms, <laughs> Lilo's room, and kind of comforts her, comforts her a little bit. Okay. And so then Lilo grabs her camera off the table and says, my camera's full. And she shows Nani her collection of pictures on the wall. And the one in the top left corner Because there's a collage a of big, pictures, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So in the top left corner of the collage of the pictures, uh-huh. the, um, there's a big fat man. <laughs> there's a big guy. There's a big guy in a speedo. Yeah. Okay. And on his speedo, uh-huh. <laughs> there is a little hidden Mickey on his. Yeah. There it is on the left hand side of his yeah. speedo. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. So Lilo and Stitch. Lilo is showing Nani pictures. There's a collage top Mm -hmm. left corner. There's a large man wearing a speedo on the left side of his speedo. There's a hidden Mickey on there. Yeah. That's a good one, dude. Congrats. Mm -hmm. You did it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's awesome. Um, What are you excited about these days? My birthday. (laughs) Birthday is coming up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to get some fun stuff. Yeah. You think you've earned it this year? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, you've been a good kid. You've been <laughs> fighting through this COVID stuff, just yeah. being a trooper. And I know it's been tough on you, but, you know, everybody's going through something right now and you've been handling it like a pro. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. So everybody, August 15th is Kenzie's birthday. Whoop, whoop. Uh, if you'd like to send gifts, please do. <laughs> so August 15th. August 15th yes. is Kenzie's birthday. Yes. And, uh... I sounded like when you said it the first time, it sounded like a question, like, August 15th? August 15th? Is that your birthday? <laughs> I remember my own daughter's birthday. Um, what do you want for your birthday? Or do you just want to be surprised? I don't know. You just want to be surprised. I think so. Trust me when I say you want to be surprised. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for that hidden Mickey. That was a good one. Uh, so everybody check out Lilo and Stitch and you're going to find that one. Uh, we can post a picture to our Instagram. Well, thanks, Kenzie Lee. You're welcome. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Mwah. Mwah. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, it's food. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the Disney Parks blog has put up a cool new recipe for Christmas in July. It's a recipe for a mini gingerbread bunt cake with orange vanilla sauce. Oh, and it looks like it's to die no. for. So I think a new episode of Cooking Up the Magic at Home is in... Holiday edition? Yeah. Holiday in July? Yeah. Well, it's going to be August. Yeah. Well, close. Uh, Christmas and summer. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure something out. We got to cook some stuff. There's been too many things coming up that we haven't cooked yet. I know. I'm, people keep asking me to do the Jack Jack cookie numbers. Oh, uh, we I should do that. Let's do it. All right. We'll do it soon. So keep an eye out for that. What are you missing this week? The chili mac bites from um, Golden Horseshoe. Oh, yeah. Ooh, those are good. Yeah, I know. Those are really good. I was expecting like a 
bowl of mac and cheese with chili in it the first time I ordered it, and yeah. then I got fried mac and cheese bites with chili co- yeah. like covered in chili, and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. No, that's a good choice. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? Actually, this came up yesterday. Uh, I had a salad. And I don't know. I've been eating salads lately and they're pretty good. The ones that the I've been having. The way you said it, you were so proud of yourself. I had a salad. I know. It's like a great accomplishment. <laughs> um, it was slathered in blue cheese dressing. So it's not like it was mm. healthy. But um, actually it was a Cobb salad. I love Cobb salads. You had another Cobb salad? I did. I've been eating them a lot lately. But it made me remember week. the salad from oh. Riverbell Terrace. Riverbell Terrace had this. Amazing salad. It was a chopped. It was a chopped salad, but it had like a barbecue ranch with it. It was Riverbell's chopped salad that has romaine lettuce, black beans, garbanzo beans, pickles, corn, bell peppers, tomatoes, fried onions with barbecue chicken and a barbecue ranch dressing. Uh huh. It was boom. It was so good. It was so good. We could recreate that dress that salad with that dressing. Yeah. Let's figure it out. We could do it on the cooking. With no pickles, because I was avoiding those things like the plague. <gasps> but it was really good. I didn't eat them. I don't like pickles. Nobody yeah. ever gave me a pickle. If I so much as smell a pickle on you, it grosses oh, me geez. out. I'm not a pickle person. Maybe when you grow up, your taste palette will change. Maybe when I'm a real adult. Real adult. I might as well order my AARP card. Uh, no, because it comes already on its own. <laughs> Shut up! I don't want to talk about So this. somebody at some point signed Tabitha when up. When I turned 25, yeah. somebody signed me up for something. For something, because you get like hearing aid ads and AARP oh cards. Gosh, I get all of them. It's crazy. They're trying to get me to secure my spot. So when I turned 25, somebody signed me up for something saying that I was 65. I don't know who you are, but once I find you, I'm not going to do anything, but yeah, still. <laughs> Look at them oddly. All right. Well, that's food. Uh, Up next, events and entertainment. Welcome back. Welcome. (laughs) Uh, Events and entertainment. Uh, So a few weeks back, Disney Parks blog uh, had released a couple paper parks projects uh, that you can download, print, and, you know, cut out, use some glue to put it together. And it was a nice little Main Street USA diorama. Uh, and then they released after that a Magic Happens Parade Floats set, which was really cool. Well, yeah. since then, they've done parts three and four. Part three is Sleeping Beauty Castle, which is so cool. And it actually comes down into the hub just a little bit. And then on top of that, they put together a King Arthur carousel Designed by Imagineer Lindsay Vincent. Uh, It also comes with a horse-drawn trolley to add to your Disney paper parks of Main Street. Okay, we need them all. Huh? We need them all. Yeah, we do. Um, And it also has some landscaping, balloons, and all kinds of fun stuff. And when you build the carousel, it actually spins. Okay, I'm going to order some cardstock. Yeah, that would probably be best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We'll call up the Michael Scott Paper Company. Um. Yeah. Uh, Also, very exciting. I want to pick this one up. So uh, Disney has put out a book called The Art of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's a new book with an exclusive look at the land's creation. Uh, They announced it just this past weekend at uh, San Diego Comic-Con online. 
And it was authored by the very talented Amy Ratcliffe, who is the managing editor of Nerdist Mm -hmm. and also the author of Star Wars Women of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh, You also may know her as Star Wars uh, Celebration host and for her regular contributions to IGN, StarWars.com and Star Wars Insider. She's wonderful. She knows a little bit about uh, Star Wars. A little bit. Just a little bit. So uh, really excited for that book. It it looks very informative on uh, everything that went into Galaxy's Edge. Super stoked to read that. Um, And then finally, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later, but uh, highly recommended by our musical director, Kaylin Rabbit. uh, (laughs) The Sherman Brothers have a documentary called The Boys, and I hear it's to die for. So we're going to have to go check that out. You check it out. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. We'll reconvene in about a week or two and Kaylin. we'll all talk about it. Exactly. And I think that's a good segue because coming up next, we're going to be uh, talking about the music of Disneyland with Kaylin Rabbit. Uh, so give us just a minute. We'll be right back and we'll be uh, something words. <laughs> I have no idea where I was going mm-hmm. with that, but we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back with the music of Disneyland with Kaylin Rabbit. So we decided to bring Kaylin on the show because she is our music director. That's your new title. You're our music director. Uh, Since she's our music director, we decided to be a good idea to come on and talk about the music of Disneyland. This is something we've been talking about for a while, uh, an episode we wanted to do for quite a bit. So we decided this is the best time to do it because why not? We've got COVID times. (laughs) So uh, I know Kaylin's been looking around the webs and trying to find, do some research and, um, so we're just going to get into it. So we'll start off by just asking, um, what is your, what is your influence when it comes to music in general? Well, I've loved music ever since I was a kid. Um, been singing and playing and, you know, watching American Idol, dreaming of the day I'd, <laughs> you know, be this big musician, right. which isn't, you know, necessarily the dream, but just always constantly trying to communicate and um because you know talking isn't my favorite way of <laughs> communicating <laughs> i think music is you know my language um, right. you know whether or not it makes sense or not but um, i mean it. it does oh, make sense you. because miguel from coco says that the music, music is his is language. language yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah disney i mean i know you know i'm always bringing the conversation back to disney because it's one of my biggest influences. And honestly, it's where I want to end up. Yeah. Um, my goal is like to write music for animation and score movies and, you know, do all that good stuff. Yeah. So I've been heavily influenced. And um, my dad, he went to USC. Mm-hmm. He is obsessed with movies. So yes. like from the very beginning, it's always been movies, movies, movies. Yeah. Um, and you're and you had a lot of influence from your grandfather as well, correct? Absolutely, yeah. My grandpa Bailey, he um, he played the piano for famous musicians. I forget exactly who, but yeah. um, he he taught me how to play um, from day one. You know, every time I'd go up there, he'd teach me the same song. Um, and yeah, I learned it every time, and he recognized that I had passion about it, but I, I never really acted on it enough to really get good at it. Um, until he really, he pushed me and he said, um, you know, okay, learn this, learn this, you know? Right. Um, and his whole life he played up until the day he died, you know, um, he played piano. And so, yeah, I've, I've had this connection to music throughout my entire family. We're all artists. We're all 
you know, creators. So. Yeah, you 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 come de- you definitely come from a, a line of talented people. Um, Brad, you, Brad, Brad went to USC Film School, and uh, we worked together uh, for a, a good amount of time for about seven years uh, or six years. Um, and uh, he was in charge of a, a video department, and I got to work with him not only as an actor but as a collaborator and and just such a great visionary mind. We did some really weird, fun stuff while we were at the <laughs> casino together. Uh, if you ever get a chance to check out um, the Jurassic parking video from Pachanga, <laughs> it's one of the f- most fun, fun uh, projects I've ever worked on. And that was, uh, that came from the mind of Brad and, and, and so many others <laughs> there. I mean, he's, he's a genius and I never got to meet grandpa Bailey, but I've heard from every single person that knew him, how talented he was, talented he was on a, on a piano and, so to have him as a teacher is is pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how'd you pick up the guitar? Guitar that started with a ukulele. Um, all the girls were learning yeah. ukulele, so I picked it up. And day one, I kind of I kind of got it. Like it just kind of made sense because I had that experience with piano. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it kind of came as like a language um, and a way of expressing myself. So immediately, you know, I I took it up and started playing um, ukulele and then that transformed into guitar and that's kind of where I'm at now. I still play all three, but yeah. And it's awesome because all the songs that Kaylin did for us on the show are done on piano, but um, her guitar skills, I think are even greater. I mean, you, you, oh, can, well, thank you, can, you. The, the things you pull off on a guitar is, is just, <laughs> it's, it's mind boggling. I just got done saying the last you. time we saw her that one of my all time favorite songs of any artist is one that she wrote on her guitar. Yeah. And we Thank were, so um, I think we mentioned this on the show before we were lucky enough. I think when we first introduced Kaylin's songs to the show, um, we got lucky and she actually played at our wedding. And <laughs> you know, if I, I have lots of memories from my wedding, but I think one that stands out is cute little Caitlin sitting in the corner playing guitar <laughs> and just killing it. And everybody's like, who's playing oh. guitar over there? Who was that? Who, where'd you hire her from? I'm like, that's my family. <laughs> Well, that was such a fun opportunity too. Like I love you guys. And I was able to, again, it's like my language. I just kind of yeah. communicate all my love and absolutely. You know, so that was super fun. Yeah. And, so, so we're, you know, obviously I, I can gush over our niece here all day long. You know, we're very <laughs> lucky to have her in our lives and she's so talented. And so uh, having the, the music on the show is so great. And so that conversation spawned a new conversation about, Hey, let's talk about the, the influences of, of music at Disneyland. So I know you've been putting some work into looking into these, these different uh, pieces of music at, at Disneyland. So you want to share a little bit about what you found? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just before I get into the actual facts about certain people who created, you know, um, they all inspire me, but I just wanted to say, um, I mean, the feeling you get at Disneyland, it's like unmatchable, you know, you get this nostalgia, this happiness. It's the happiest place on earth for a reason, you know? Um, and I just think a lot of that has to do with music, um, whether or not you really listen or not, it's there 24 seven throughout the parks everywhere, even on the rides, you know, like some of the most iconic yeah, rides absolutely. have the most iconic songs. Yeah. And I just think, you know, it's one of the most important parts about Disneyland. And in my opinion, like um, just everything's kind of tied together in that yeah. way. Um, well, I mean, so think yeah. about Space Mountain. That wouldn't be the same ride without the soundtrack. Exactly. Yeah. And just like walking down <laughs> Main Street and having all that music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they actually, so, and I don't know, we'll see where, where Kaylin goes, but... Um, 
Um, the music of Space Mountain was put together by a historically awesome guitar player, Dick Dale, who did a lot of like surfer mm-hmm. rock back in the, um, I want to say in the 60s and 70s. So, I mean, a pretty epic soundtrack by a pretty epic guitar player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I so, just think it's essential. So Yeah, absolutely. You can't walk down Main Street without the music. Um, yeah. I think there was one time. So there's two two instances where one time we were in main, on Main Street and the music loop was off and it was the weirdest oh, it's feeling. Eerie. It's eerie. It's eerie, right? It That's is. what it doesn't feel right. It's not the I same. Know. It's not the same place. It's so influential. And then the the second instance was we were coming off of uh, or we had heading over to Guardians of the Galaxy and they had there during the time of volume two launching for the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. They were playing that on Buena Vista Street instead of their regular loop. Oh. And I was like, this does not feel right. This yeah. is not normal. <laughs> I like it. Well, it's crazy. It's all the different like places have different music too. Yeah. Like I know when I go into a different world, it's like, you're really in a different world now, Absolutely. especially, you know, and when they're playing like stuff like that, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. okay, don't do that. Please. <laughs> yeah. You're ruining my time traveling. <laughs> yeah. That's wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah, so basically I'm just going to go through, like, certain rides. Um, yeah. Because I think that's kind of, like, a good starting point. It's kind of yeah. where I found all the information. No, totally. Um, but this guy, X Atencio, if I'm saying that right, I yeah. hope that's right. His first name is X, um, short for Xavier, but, <laughs> you okay. know. Okay. Um, yeah, but X Atencio, uh, he was an animator for Fantasia and other Disney shorts. Right. And eventually. Okay. I was yes. trying to place the name. I knew the name. I was like, why do I? Where do yeah, I know? a lot okay. of people know the name. Yeah. Yeah. So he was an animator for Fantasia and other like little shorts like that. Um, and eventually Walt asked him to be a part of the Imagineer team. Okay. Um, so he joined that team. And uh, since Pirates of the Caribbean, like when they were making that and when they were developing the whole idea of it, it was kind of, you know, it still is, but it's these different scenes all combined and they kind of all, you know, go from one to another and it right. kind of jumps, you know, you think about it, it's all different scenes. Right. Um, and so uh, he suggested that maybe there needs to be like a common thread, like maybe a song throughout the whole thing to kind of give it this, you know, um, feeling of union, you know, okay. like something that ties it all together. Yeah. Um, and so Walt basically just said, Okay, great. Uh, go write it. Uh, go do that now. Um, <laughs> Which sounds like one of the most Walt things to say. Yes. That's just who <laughs> yeah. he was as a human. Oh, you want to do that? Okay, go do it. Yeah, go yeah. do that. Um, yeah. You thought of it? It's your job now. <laughs> you, you um, and what's crazy, what's crazy is Atencio hadn't written music before. He oh. never, yeah, something he said in the interview I saw, or I, I don't know if I saw it, but I, I read it. Um, he said that he had never written before and it's something that Walt could see in him. And Walt had a, this gift of like taking people's gifts and yeah. showing them to themselves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so I found that really interesting. Um, that is very interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? It's very Walt. <laughs> um, well, so, so he wrote the entire soundtrack for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Well, he collaborated with, uh, George, George Bruins. I hope I'm saying that right. I think that's uh, right. But George Bruins. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But he, you know, George Bruins was amazing too. He, he can, uh, composed, let me see. He composed the Davy Crockett series music. Okay. The music for, uh, some music for the Mickey Mouse club. Okay. Um, 
some music for Sleeping Beauty, Babes in Toyland, 101 Dalmatian, oh. uh, Sword in the Stone, The Jungle Book, The Country Bear Jamboree, which I found really interesting. <laughs> okay. um, the the Aristocats. The Creepy Bears. <laughs> um, Robin Hood and the Dis- Disney's World of Color. Um, so just a couple did, unknown movies, yeah, just you know, like no big some, deal. Some niche, you know, <laughs> stuff. never heard of any of those. Yeah. So you can imagine um, how crazy that was. Yeah. He collabed with George Bruns, this amazing composer. And I don't know when exactly it was, but I mean, just amazing. And so they wrote that song and uh, it that's how it came to be. But it's um, it's fascinating to know that um, that he helped compose this song as not a songwriter, nothing to do with right. music, just animation, just animation, but as just, an animator. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly one of the most iconic songs from the park. Yeah. I mean, I mean, personally, knows that's Yo-ho, Yo-ho. the one. Everybody. Right. I mean, personally, that's the one, like when I hear it, it's like, it takes me right there. I mean, yeah. a lot of the songs do, but that one in particular, you can like smell the ride. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, can, I can feel you know that mustiness. smell. Everyone knows yes. that smell. Yeah. <laughs> <Stinky>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, oh, and also fun fact, he, uh, Atencio was the original voice for the talking skull above the big drop. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's a big deal. You know, it's kind of a weird, that's yeah. crazy. That's why. Yeah. So that happened. And then, uh, I mean, you won't believe what, believe what he did next after that success. Um, he was like, I'm going to work on the haunted mansion. Um, and he writes Grim Grinning Ghosts, that's, one of my favorite music yep. pieces okay. of all time. That's why um, I know his name for Grim Grinning yep. Ghosts. Yep. Okay. He he composed that with Buddy Baker. And normally I think he would write the lyrics, which is huge right. too. Right. I mean, yo ho, that's the, right. Know. It's huge. Um, wow. Yeah. But so him and Buddy Baker, who scored Fox and the Hound. Um, okay. They, I mean, that's he did some other stuff, but that's kind of the most popular one. Yeah. Um. They they did that together, and I mean, that that without that song, the haunted mansion yeah. wouldn't be what it is. No, I mean, no, ab- absolutely, it's and it, and again, it's 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 so fascinating to know that you know now that's two of the most iconic songs from the park. right because you know not a lot of people will have the main street loop in their head. Not a lot of people will have mm-hmm. like the Critter Country backdrop right in their head. They'll get. Grim Grinning Ghosts and Yo-Ho in their head because those are just iconic. They're huge and they make the rides everything they are. Absolutely. I mean, I I mean, like what else can I say? What a trip. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And him writing both of those songs, like those are huge songs. And, um, and collaborating with those huge composers when he hadn't even written, like what? Yeah. Um, but I think Walt really saw something in him and, um, but yeah, he's also, He's also the voice of the ghost trapped in the coffin in the conservatory. Um, okay. So, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's him. Um, I think that's it's great. still him to this day, but I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised on that one. Wow. What a trip. Uh, yeah. And one thing he wanted to make sure of is, you know, Haunted Mansion, Pirates, they have these serious undertones. There's some, you know, serious topics. Yeah. Um, but he wanted it to be more silly and more Disney, you know, right. um, and those songs really transformed them into what they are today. Yeah. Um, and that's something. Even with like um, the Pirates of the Caribbean song, 
they're talking about pillaging and plundering and stealing and right. and robbing, and, but it's whimsical and it's fun. You know? Right. So it's, it's, it's Disney. It's a fun spin on all the, the right. terrorism. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, but then you get like grim grinning ghosts and it's supposed to be this spooky, scary mm-hmm. ride. And I feel like if it wasn't for the soundtrack, it would be almost terrifying for a lot of people. Yes, you know? definitely. I mean, like the whole my, one of my favorite parts is in the cemetery when yeah. they're like, duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the best part. Yeah. I mean, I could I could um, sit and watch. It's always such a treat when you get stuck right in front of the statues. Yes. I just I love I love watching those faces. Right. So a lot of credit goes to him. And now Crazy. I didn't even know, you know, his name. I didn't even know who he was. And now. But I know it's like, whoa, I'm so impressed. This what is you doing all you know, these years. My idol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, um, but yeah, so he did that. And then, um, oh, he also has a window, which I know you guys talk about. We um, love windows. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily at Disneyland, which I was okay. kind of bummed about. But it's an, in Disney World, Magic okay. Kingdom. Um, and it reads, it's really pretty. If You should go look it up or post a we picture will. or something we'll along those lines. It, it. Um it reads the musical quill lyrics and librettos by X Atencio. Oh, and it's just, fun. it's just like a, you see a lot of windows, but that one really stuck with me. It was really I pretty. I wonder why it's at um, Walt Disney world. I think he helped with some things over there too. He helped with um, certain attractions that were closed down now. Um, but so they put it in Disney world. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I know. I, I really wanted it to be I know, right? in Disneyland. <laughs> well, that just means we'll have to go and uh, find it at Walt Disney World at some point. You know, Darn. after Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> so for oh those gosh. of you going to Walt Disney World right now, it's above the confectionery at the Magic Kingdom. And it says, yeah, the musical quill lyrics and librettos by Exitensio. That's so cool. We love Isn't windows. That, like, I know. I love windows, too. And what a fun like way to do it, too. I love the, the quill. and Yeah. I just, I just love it. Um, yeah, but so he worked for Disney until 1993 and unfortunately passed in 2017, so pretty recent. But, oh. you know, he'll always go down in history. He was named a legend. and Yeah. I mean, of course he was. Until He's 1993. Amazing. Is that what you said? I know. Holy yeah. smokes. I know. He lived until uh, he was 98. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I mean, he, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so take a look at our Instagram. We'll put up a picture of Exitensio's window. Um, that's so cool. What a great story. Yeah, Man. so um, yeah. So the next guys I'm going to talk about, I'm sure, no surprise, uh, the Sherman Brothers. We've heard of them. Yes, of oh, course you have. Again? I mean, you want to refresh my memory? <laughs> yes, I would love to. Um, Robish and Ribbert? <laughs> Is that their names? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> um, no, but they wrote uh, classics like the soundtrack to Mary Poppins. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The Sounds entire familiar. soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Winnie the Pooh, uh-huh. that song and some of the songs for the ride. Um, the Tiki Room. Anybody? Oh, man, the Tiki Room. I think I've heard of that I one. I could go for some Tiki Room right now. <laughs> right? Just... I feel like everyone should have some Tiki Room right now. <laughs> I feel bad when people say they don't like the Tiki Room because they haven't. That's just... ex- so they you haven't don't like joy? In, yeah, they haven't gone in with yeah. an open mind because yes. the, the Tiki Room in all its glory is one, a, a technological feat, mm-hmm. you know, and then two, a creative masterpiece. I Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> I never get to go on it. I have um, five other siblings. Yeah. I have a huge family. I never get to go in. Um, 
<laughs> you know, whenever I get a chance, I go, you know, it's yeah. just like, it like cheers you up. It's a good little, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Where else yeah, can you go they, and bang on your chair and chant for 15 minutes straight? It's the perfect stress reliever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Sherman Brothers, uh, they also wrote, this is what I'm going to talk about this little story. Um, they wrote, It's a Small World. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. That, you know, the love-hate relationship between me and that song is very strong. Same with Tabitha. <laughs> she is not a huge fan. Which I understand it. It's Meh. it's a little culty. <laughs> it, it is a lot. Join I mean, you're us. going through. It's not like pirates where you're listening. And you're like, oh, it's a different verse. Okay, right. we're listening to the different. It's the right. same the entire yes, time. The entire time. Um, and it's a bunch of kids singing it at yes. you, and they're yeah. doll-like children. And they're doll children. Not like <laughs> not like normal children. <laughs> no, but I I do appreciate it's genius of and it's of course you know you have to appreciate that it's just again when you have five siblings um, yeah it gets a lot it gets gets you <laughs> when, when we take when we uh when the parks open back up we'll make sure that we take you with us perfect so that we can do all that stuff <laughs> go to the tiki room <laughs> um but yeah so they wrote a small world and something i found very interesting is um Originally, the Imagineers, uh, they wanted to have each country's national anthem playing um, throughout the entire ride. But, you know, wherever you would pass the country, it would play the national anthem. But as you can imagine, that was a chaotic mess. Um, I mean, like, just trying to, like, listen to that for instead of It's a Small World. So, like, next time you go on it, just picture that That and you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, It's a Small World isn't bad. Um, (laughs) Um, but yeah, fine, so guess. they wanted to do that. Um, and Walt was like, that's no, yeah, not going to work. Um, so we got the Sherman brothers who he, you know, he trusted and loved very much Yeah, uh, to write. It's a small world. And ever since then it's, you know, it's been stuck in everyone's head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they've made very few changes to that song. I think the only changes mm-hmm. they've made is they've changed the singers in some areas of it when they, when they, right. they had added in some, some different themes. Yeah, because sometimes they, they go through and they change it, which right. is understandable. I mean, yeah, absolutely. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, as repetitive as it is, it's like, it really is just a song about world peace. Yeah. And, you know, recognizing yeah. each other's differences, which is so important hard right for now. for me to hate on it. Because yeah. I don't hate I on it because of the basis behind it. I hate on it because it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's me too. Yeah, it's tough because you, you definitely appreciate the message. Yeah, mm-hmm, uh, exactly. I'm not a bad person, I promise. <laughs> That's funny. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, there is a very interesting documentary on Disney Plus. If you want to go and watch it about the Sherman Brothers, yes. I found it really interesting. Um, it talks about their creative process, um, their story, you know, all the behind the scenes, their relationship with Walt, and I, I really liked it. It gives you kind of an insight into their lives, and yeah, you know, the songs they wrote. They, yeah. I, I, we still haven't, we, we were supposed to watch that one. It's, it's called the boys, mm-hmm. um, the Sherman brothers. Um, and we were supposed to watch it this week and then our the lives got away from us, took a turn. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, there's another, I don't remember where they were talking about it, but there's another documentary that the Sherman brothers ended up in and it told the story. And I don't know if they told the story in, in the boys, uh, I'll gladly hear it again, uh, about how Walt would just make them sit down at the piano and play feed the birds for Mary Poppins. Cause it was mm-hmm. his favorite song. So he would just, Hey, play my song. 
And just so every time ever, ever since I saw that, every time I hear that song, I feel this immediate mm-hmm. connection to Walt because Absolutely. that was his jam. You know, that was his yeah. every, every song, you know? So, um, I, 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 I appreciate that story. And, and anytime you see any kind of tribute to them, um, or any kind of special, anything for them, you always have to look at them and go, yeah, if anybody deserves it, it's those guys because they, yeah. through the years from the moment they joined, uh, joined forces with Walt, they've had music in animated features. They've had music in the parks. Now we know. Absolutely. Um, they've had music everywhere that touches Disney, even in live stage performances. And, you know, knowing that they're such a big piece of Disney uh, in a way that a lot of people can relate, you know, some people can't mm-hmm. really relate to visual because they're not very creative that way. Or some people can't relate to the rides because they're just not into rides, but everybody mm-hmm. I think can, can, can really appreciate the music of the parks because it really yeah. gives, it gives that feel. So when you go on small world, it's not just an afterthought. It's not, Oh, here's some music right. playing in the back. He had these very popular and very, accomplished composers put together this music to make that, mm-hmm. uh, that experience even more enjoyable. So right, always have to give it up to the, to the Sherman brothers. Those guys are geniuses. Yeah. And I think, um, one thing you said about feed the birds, like, um, something they say in the documentary, I forget who says it, but they presented feed the birds. Um, and the person listening, I don't know if it was Walt or someone, but someone was listening and they said, well, that's it, isn't it? Like, that's the whole story. Like that's what that song, the song gets, you know, it's the, it's the whole thing. It's what it is supposed to mean. And it was Walt that said that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he felt like that was the most complete song from, from anything he'd put together at that point. Cause it just told that story. Right. And then you listen to it again and you know, it gets me emotional every time I I hear it. I know. Um, I mean, it's a beautiful song. Yeah. I start crying. I can't listen to it without thinking it. Well, and ever (laughs) since, I mean, I've always loved it as a kid. I remember hearing it and I'm always like, what's a tuppin? You know, like I never really understood (laughs) it, but like, uh, but you know, I I knew it was a pretty song. Uh, but then, you know, finding out how connected Walt was to it, I'm like, that makes it even more special because it's, it's his song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. What a good story. Yeah. We got to watch that documentary. I know. We and so does time. everybody out there listening. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I watched it with my dad and we both, you know, they, they talked about Winnie the Pooh and yeah. I have this nostalgia with that. Um, and so he looks over and I'm crying and like, okay, that isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> they played that song just so I would cry. That's not fair. Um, yeah. Well, one thing my dad used to do is he would give me a song for every year I was. So, yeah. you know, nine, I get nine songs at bedtime. Um, and one of them was Winnie the Pooh. So, like, it's like I've always had this, you know, this Disney yeah. influence. And so when I heard it, I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. But, yeah. Um, but I think just, you know, it's like those those quiet times when my dad would sing to me that above all else, you know, it's my, it's my language. Like I said, yeah. I keep saying it, Yeah. but above all else, like that is what I stick with. And that's why I keep playing music because I want people to, I want people to feel that. Like I want my job to be writing those songs for kids to cry to, you yeah, know, absolutely. As, as harsh as that sounds. No, um, it's, I think, I mean, it's the nicest, horrible thing you could say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to make a kid cry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, but I just, you know, I want, I want other people to have what I had growing up um, when it comes to Disney music and the influence and, 
you know, it still inspires me. I just, I just want people to understand that the music is carefully crafted yeah. that, so that you feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, it's never an afterthought. It's always a very, exactly, it's a character. Yeah. It's a character in every movie. It's a character. Yeah. It's a character on every attraction. It's, it's definitely a, a it's a force every time yeah. you, you, you experience it. Especially and, in galaxy's edge. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, it's a force. Well, it's a force. Where would that place be without all the without all the music? I I really love walking through Galaxy's Edge and hearing the the radio station playing. Oh yeah, That's that, so I mean it's magical. It You're is. in the a different world. Yeah. One thing I love, I didn't. I was worried about changing a, a Paradise Pier. I, you know, you you get attached to these places and then you change, but that's yeah. how the park is intended to be. Um, and I love that about it. Yeah. And so when Pixar Pier came out and I first walked through that, I mean, just hearing all of that classic Pixar music, like you've got a friend in me, all of the songs, it just, you know, it triggers these emotions that you didn't know you could feel again right. from your childhood. I'm saying as I'm 16, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that says something. I don't know. Spiritually, um, you I think you're about soul. 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say maybe 60. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's funny though. Cause I was, when I was looking around at some of the music stuff, uh, when we were talking about doing this episode, um, you know, I didn't realize, like I always, you know, I can't imagine Disneyland without the music. And mm-hmm. there's a story that, um, when, when Disneyland first opened, it was almost an after- afterthought, but it became such a huge piece of the Disneyland identity where they only had a few loudspeakers set up in the parks. And that was mainly for making announcements. And here yeah. we are now, you look, you know, any, everywhere you look on main street, there's a speaker, um, right. what, you know, whether they camouflage it or not, there's always a speaker <laughs> there because music is what tells their stories. I, yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I, I think if you took it away, everyone would notice. Absolutely. I think you would lose so much of the magic. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the root of, of Disneyland, at least for me, yeah. it really, you know, it's what makes it. Disneyland. It's what makes it magical. It's yeah. a part of, you know, it's a part of their story. It's a part of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you but have I really... a favorite song from the parks? Ooh. That's a tough I one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love Grim Grinning Ghost. Yeah. Just because that's just it's everything iconic. about the, yeah, it's just, it's just perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. like every song. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I don't know the names of the songs, but I remember all the parade songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you know, they're not as iconic as like Pirate's Life for me or anything, sure. but watching that as a kid and then hearing all that. But I think, you know, that being said, I think that um, there's definitely an opportunity for them to be almost as iconic with the direction mm-hmm. they've gone with that new with the new parade magic happens. Yes. And I wish I could have seen that. I, well, as soon as they get back together, I, we're, we're definitely going to make that a point to see that because with magic happens that is not a parade to me. It's mm-hmm. a musical. Yeah. Um, I've heard that from a lot of different people. Have you watched the video yet, Kaylin? No, I want it to Good. be a, I Don't. want it to be surprised. Don't watch Good. it. I want you to experience it firsthand. Um, no, it's, it's very much a musical. Um, they, they, they did it a little bit different this time where you can really see, um, the start of the show. Like they do, there's an introduction mm-hmm. to the, to the show, you know, it's not just yeah. people walking by, like there's a full song and dance routine that goes to yeah. the beginning of the song, the middle of the song, each piece of the parade. And so, you know, 
while they may not be as iconic as maybe the attractions because, <laughs> you know, they don't have the nostalgia or the, or the long, the length, the longevity. Um, they're really designing a lot of what they do now with not only the parade, but like with the, the actual musicals that they're putting on stages in mm-hmm. the Disney parks, um, like frozen and, and back when, yeah, absolutely. Around. you know, these, these are musicals that, you know, are capturing people's hearts every day and they don't even realize they're seeing like a Broadway uh, Broadway quality show yeah. On, the, yeah. on the on the streets of Disneyland, you know, they, they don't, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really take that into consideration. It's, Oh, there's a parade. No, these are like Broadway style dancers with a, right. you know, a, a critically acclaimed music soundtrack, you mm-hmm. know, by, you know, with uh, Todrick Hall being on that soundtrack. Oh yeah. He's amazing. It's, it's insane to, to, you know, to think about how, much effort went into the music and dancing of those shows. It's a show. Right. It's not just a parade. It's a show. Yeah. We, you see all these people, you know, lining up and sitting on the curbs at like, you know, the earliest possible time. Yes. And it's like, there's a reason. Oh, there's, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's part of, you know, it's, it's a, it's another musical. It's another story they're telling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely part of the, the, the culture of Disney. And it's, it's mm-hmm. so funny, you know, going back to what I was saying, where, it wasn't really planned to have music playing throughout the park. And now it's, if you went through and, and it's not just music, it's also the sound effects because, you know, there's a, a, a huge piece of like galaxy's edge where you hear a lot of like alien sounds in the bushes, you know, it's a, some right. sort of animal and not, like otherworldly, otherworldly, not, not, not nothing birds. from earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you go through, you know, Adventureland, and you hear the, what would be the native birds of that type of region. And, um, so it's just, it's, it's definitely part of the DNA of the park now. Yeah. So, and I'm glad I couldn't be happier because I just, I can't, <laughs> I don't want to imagine a main street without music. I don't want to imagine a land without something. I never background. want to walk down main street and not be able to hear. What is that? Song? I mean, Close on your Sunday, Sunday clothes. clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that so song <laughs> and the songs that were designed for main street, you know, they were all so you could hum along to them. They're, yeah. you know, songs that you are going to know. They're you know, so might not know all the words, but it's like, you know, it's again, like crafted for yeah. that. You know, they're made for that. Yeah. And you don't, it's funny because you can be there all day and maybe you only hear the same song twice when you're on Main mm-hmm. Street. Like it's, it's a long enough, a long enough loop to where you don't get tired right. of them. Yeah. And, and, but also a, a short enough loop to where you go, Oh, let's wait for a minute. Cause I know that, um, uh, by the light of the silvery moons coming on. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I do that all the time. I'm yeah. that person yes, <laughs> in my I Disney it. group. I love it. I just um, got chills. I'm going to start crying. I know. I miss, I miss that <laughs> I've, stuff. I have to, I w- I've been listening to like just ambiance, like all the, all the, on YouTube, they have a lot of Disney music. Yeah. And because we're stuck at home, I, I don't get, you know, my feeling of, of Disney. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's just been so nice to be able to, have those like memories come back to me and I, you know, I get emotional every time because it's, it's such a huge part of our lives, you know? Uh, you know, being able to, you know, every once in a while when I'm at work, I'll throw on the main street loop or even the, Mm -hmm. um, the Buena Vista street loop because it just puts me at peace. Yeah, exactly. And there's actually a, um, there's a website called, uh, sounds of Disneyland. Yes. You sent that to me. Yeah. And it's, um, it's kind of genius. So this website actually, um, 
will play music from different areas of the park. So if you're ever feeling like you need a piece of Disneyland, you can always find stuff on YouTube with like the loops and stuff. But um, on this Sounds of Disneyland, they're featuring a different song or soundtrack or or land music uh, at all times. So like right now, if I go on, I will see that the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea medley is playing. Um, but then you can also go through and you can choose which which area of the park you want to listen to. So if you're really missing uh, music from the Disneyland band, they have music from there. You know, if there's something that you're missing from the main gate or walking down Main Street, uh, they've got even down to like the Emporium has its own soundtrack. Mm. So, um, you know, like we were saying before, when music was put together as almost an afterthought in the past, now it's so intentional because even the shops have their own soundtrack, mm-hmm. music, which is crazy. I mean, that's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah you would expect <laughs> um, like a land, but you know, a retail yeah. store, you don't really think about it. And that's just, you know, immersing you more in this like fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, this crazy world that Walt built. Yeah. So if um, you want to check that out, just go over to soundsofdisneyland.com. Super easy and super fun. So you can always, and, and, and it, you can put it on uh, just autoplay so that it plays whatever they're playing. And then you don't, then you'll be pleasantly surprised maybe. <laughs> it's really fun. I was playing around with it earlier yeah. today too. It's a great site. It's just, it's just so nice. Yeah. Um, one other thing I forgot, but yeah. I want to mention one of my favorite soundtrack scores to any ride is Soren. Oh yes. Um, yeah. I mean, come on. That one's yes. amazing. It's exactly how you feel when you're on the ride. It's yes. that song, you know, and I don't know how they captured that perfectly, but they did. That's um, one. That's one. Um, so Disney has always, you know, ever since I can remember back in the eighties, uh, Disneyland has done a great job with like the 4d experience mm-hmm. where you're getting, uh, sight, sound, hearing, and smell in some situations. Yeah. Um, in some situations, it's movement. So like your, you know, the, your seat will tremble or whatever. Um, but with with Soren, it's like a 5D experience because you get sight, yeah. sound, um, the smell, and then you get the movement. Um, wait, what was the fifth? Taste. Taste? Mm-mm. No, you don't um, want to taste anything on Soren. No. <laughs> I mean like seeing other people's feet. Yeah. I mean, that's, don't want that. So maybe it is 4d. I don't know what I'm talking about. 5d, but, but it feels but like 5d. I mean. It feels like 5d. I mean, it feels you're, like you're, you're really flying. Good. Yeah. If, yeah. I think 5d yeah. is the closest thing you can get to being a, being a person experiencing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. So you get the, you get the smells and, and, and the movement and the wind blowing in your face and, and you know, the, the, the sights are obviously amazing, even yeah. on Soaring Over the World, even though I don't like yeah. it. Uh, but uh, you, if you tried to experience that attraction again with no music, mm-hmm. it would be, it, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Um, yeah. Earlier I was listening to that that soundtrack and it's like you can almost like i feel like i must have imagined it but it's like you can almost smell everything that, yeah you know because there's that you know that line of events you know yeah. where you go um it's like oh oranges oh the you yeah. know it's like you get that Ooh, when I you smell hear the it pine. yeah right the yeah. oranges um, is my favorite part the oranges is that's yeah, my, my favorite, part, favorite too. part i used to um go when because my family's so big there'd be a baby every time we right. went to Disneyland. Right. So one of my parents would have to stay off. So I'd gather them oranges from the trees, you know, and then I'd give them back to them when we yes. got off the ride. <laughs> so was, fun. You know, that's my, one of my best uh, memories from that ride. Brought um, you some oranges. 
Yeah. They're like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. I don't have any room in my pockets. <laughs> They're not um, real. <laughs> but yeah, so just another way. That's a good, just that another is one a good of the rides. One. No, Soren is, is uh, it's, it's, uh, I think it's one of the most uh, underrated attractions at the park. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. And e- I say this with great pain, even, even Soren over the world. <laughs> It, it's impressive. I mean, yeah, they're great. Okay. Um, awesome stories. And I'd love to have you come back and do another episode where we can talk about maybe, you know, music in the lands or some other um, music related uh, stories. Cause this was so much fun and we really loved having you on the show. I, I've been waiting to have this conversation and I'm so happy that we got to. Um, Me too. Now we need to get your mom on here to tell everyone with oh. a lot of kids yes. how to plan a Disney day yes. with multiple kids. And then uh, yeah. we should get your dad on here too to talk about like movies or something. Yeah. So if, Absolutely. I have, if I have a personal hero in my life, it's Katie Manoa. Seriously though. <laughs> Me she, too. She, your mom is a trooper to, to be able to manage all the kids in your family is just She's a superhero. She is I, one I of agree. my best friends in yes. the entire universe. Absolutely. And I look up to her like nobody else. It's it's insane. Katie's one of the one of the strongest people I've ever met. Seriously though. She might and not she'll think still, so. But she is. She'll I, have I like mean, the worst. I tell day. her all the time. Yeah. She'll have like the you worst day and she'll still her. be able to like crack up laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, how yeah. are you laughing? Like none of this is funny. And she's like, I know. Yeah. And she's <laughs> she's so funny too. So we'll uh we'll definitely have to get her on the show. Uh but for this episode, since Kaylin's here and Kaylin is mm-hmm. our musical director. We think it'd be most appropriate to have her play us a song. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I heard your new history jingle. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest thing? <laughs> it was like the highlight of my entire day. It was what my favorite was thing. that? I, don't, I was just like, it's time to talk about history. And Daniel totally put it to music. I'm like, you jerk. It was so great. He, he did such a great job. That was absolutely perfect. <laughs> so, you know what? Actually, before you play your song, mm-hmm. um, before we let you go, uh, what? how did you, what was your process for coming up with the music for the show? Oh, well, um, that, I mean, you guys told me you wanted, you know, a song. And I was flattered. I mean, it's, it's you guys. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, so immediately I thought of like, I, I thought of my favorite Disney songs. I tried to find, um, you know, the most magical ones to me. Yeah. What they use. Um, like in, in the jingle, there's this little ding, 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 you know, yes. this little fairy, it's the fairy godmother sound. So I wanted to add that in. Yeah. And I kind of just, I, I kept it simple, kept it, you know, kind of short and, I wanted to model it after, you know, songs that'll get stuck in your head. Like Absolutely. in the small world, I wanted it to be. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean. No, people all the time are saying that. Oh, that song gets stuck in my head. And it's That's good. so great. <laughs> I I love our um, our episode end song um, because it's like it's happy. Like I, I'm happy when I hear it. But also, mm-hmm. like, I could cry every time I hear it. You know? <laughs> well, and, one thing we talked about was, you know, the end of the Mickey Mouse Club. The, yes. Now it's time to say goodbye. Yeah. And that 
it's the same feeling. I feel like, you know, absolutely. That's what I wanted. <laughs> and, you can, and you can hear it. Like it's, you can hear the love in the song and you can hear the, you know, it's again, it's very happy, but it's also very just somber and, 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 it can stab you in the chest for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite things. And, um, I'm so glad, you know, we're, uh, we've been talking to Kaylin for a while and things have been a little bit weird because of COVID, but we're, uh, at some point we're going to put together a new theme song, uh, to start off the show. So keep an ear out for that. That'll be mm-hmm. fun. I mean, you guys have this whole connection to Dapper Day. Yeah. So I want it to seem very, uh, not that it's super vintage, but something that, you know, it reminds you of those days, you know, and it you does. guys and, and your love. <laughs> they're very, they're oh. very, um, Oh, what's the word vintage? You know, they're not pop songs. Yeah. They're very, well, it almost sounds like it, it reminds me of like a flight attendant, like a vintage flight attendant little jingle they would do yeah. just a little no, bit. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Um, it's something you could hear the Dapper Dan singing. Yeah. That's for sure. Aww, That's that, for sure. No, absolutely. We're happy. Thank we, you. I think we said that the first time we heard them. I was like, yeah. this is something I could hear the Dapper Dan singing. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's not, you know, in, in, we had some, some intro music put together for us and I love the song. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in, in our, it, Tabitha and I's history together and like kind of what we're drawn to in the parks, it's always the nostalgic, like mm-hmm. older feel, the, the, the fifties and sixties. And so having a song like that, where it, it feels like it's something you would hear like on a, an old fifties radio show. Oh yeah. That's, that's what, when, when I first heard it, I was like, Oh my, this is our show. Like this, this is our show right here. So it was very important to have that music because if we had gone into a show where our intro is kind of techno y and then everything Mm -hmm. we do is kind of like an EDM sound to it. I don't think that's, I don't think that's entirely us. So it was really important for us to have those songs because it, it, our love for Disney is mostly the nostalgia mm-hmm. behind it. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. the older, ver- older style and the older, um, the older generation of music. Right. So well, I'm so much sense. I'm glad it, it turned out the way it did. Yeah. I'm so glad I got to write it. And I mean. we, and you, people don't hear this. Nobody hears this because we always cut, mm-hmm. we, you know, we cut and splice some things up so that this, these episodes don't run on for four hours. Um, <laughs> but literally every time we go from our intro into the next piece, we go, you know, we'll, we'll have you sing it. So we always announce you as if you're here because you are in spirit. Uh, so always, you know, there's always something like, Hey, Kaylin, take it away. Or Kaylin, sing our, our theme song or whatever. But we'll go mm-hmm. from that to literally singing the song. <laughs> and then we go into the next segment. We just cut it it's out. It's always just one well, of I am, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am so glad that's, that's no, the goal. I don't think I mean, that this show would be the same without that music. No. no. So it's like, it's like the Disney theme, you know, the, oh. these songs would not be this, these rides and, and lands would not be the same without the music. I don't think our show would be the same without the songs that we have in it. And that's Thank because you so of much. you. Oh, well, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. Thanks I, for I letting me in a heartbeat. be a part of it. Yes. You're always going to be a part of this show. And I'm so happy that you're, you're here with us today. Whenever you guys say, take it away, Kaylin, I listen, you know, I listen to the podcast and that, you know, yeah. um, so I hear that and I go, what, uh, what <laughs> <laughs> I get caught off guard. Like my siblings will be listening to it and they're like, what just happened? That's so funny. You know, they're, you know, 
Um, That's so funny. I love those little shout outs. (laughs) Well, and I think, and that was something that was important to us too, because, you know, we had told you guys very early on about doing this show. Mm -hmm. We told you the idea that we had and and that we were super stoked to do it. And you were like number one fan from the get go. And I was like, this couldn't be more perfect to have like (laughs) somebody who's so supportive of us Mm -hmm. be a part of the show. So it made, it just kept making sense. Everything that came up is like, she writes beautiful beautiful music. She's got a beautiful voice. She's a fan of the show. She's our fan. Family. We love her. They just, everything mm-hmm. just added up for you to be a part of the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. I've, <laughs> we keep saying thank you back and forth <laughs> to each other. We just love each other too much. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> one thing is, it's kind of funny. Every time I explain to my friends, like who you guys are to me, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult because I'm like, yeah. they're my best friends. They're my, and my uncle. They're yeah. like, you know, my parents, best friends. They're just part right. of our family. Right. Um, but most of the time it's that. And then follows, it's like, Oh, they had a star Wars wedding. Oh, they got, you know, engaged on Dapper day. Oh, you know, he has a haunted mansion tattoo. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, I go through all this list of right. Disney stuff, but we, you know. we're pretty extra. I mean, we're, You're extra. we're and and I'm okay that. with it. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's, I'm so, you know, that's, that's what I want to be. <laughs> no, you're like number one. Disney, like you're just Disney people. We are Disney people. Yeah, we, Um, we, uh, we definitely are. That's for sure. Yeah. And then I tell people, oh, I sing at their wedding and they're like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, Darth Vader called me a Padawan. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, yeah, these are the coolest people I've pretty cool. (laughs) We had so much fun at our wedding and I'm so glad that you could be a part of it too, because Brad was part of my wedding party. Katie was part of Tabitha's and then Kaylin was Mm -hmm. our music person who sang some beautiful (laughs) songs. And I was like, man, this couldn't be any more perfect. Mm -hmm. It was great. It's just all worked out up till now. And you know, yeah, we're just perfectly a part of each other's life. Absolutely. And even like, and and your siblings too, like we, those kids, we just, we adore every single one of you. It's, it's so much fun to be able to be around you. Okay. On that note, here is Kaylin with a Disney favorite just for you. Enjoy. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from a nice warm bed, you just remember what your old pal said. You've got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me you got troubles and I've got them too There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you We stick together, we can see it through Cause you've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Bigger and stronger too But none of them will ever love you the way I do It's me and you now And as the years go by Our friendship will never die our destiny You've got a friend in me 
that was awesome. Thank you so much for playing for us. I'm sure our fans are going to just adore this episode because of that. So thank yes. you. That was awesome of you. <laughs> All righty. Anything else right. you wanted to add? Um, I mean, just, you know, while we're stuck at home and away from our home, you know, yeah. away from Disney, uh, keep, keep that magic with you. Play the music, you know, keep that nostalgia and, you know, just keep bringing magic into your lives as much as you can, because yeah. that's, you know, what's keeping me going. I think yeah. what's keeping me happy and, you know, and the world is crazy right now. And yes, it is. I'm counting on other worlds to kind of build me up a little bit. So I hope you guys can do the same. What a beautiful thing to say. No, absolutely. I oh. totally agree. <laughs> and keep an eye out for Kaylin's Instagram because every once in a while oh. she'll do uh, Instagram live and she'll play Oh, Disney I know. Music. You need to do that. Oh, I haven't soon. done those in yeah, a while. You need yeah. to do an Instagram live. I, I would love to. Yeah. We'll, we'll you can do another posted. takeover. Yeah. You can do a takeover yeah. on our, our uh-huh. Instagram page. That would be so fun. Be fun. Um, I have all these songs I've been practicing. Let's so. do it. We'll have to get those out. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the show with us and um, we'll do this again sometime soon. I'm sure. Um, And uh, thank you. Thank you. We love you so so much. much I love you so much. I love you too. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Once again, we want to say a very special thank you to Kaylin for coming and sharing those stories with us about music in the parks. Um, We thought it was only fitting for this week's quote of the week uh, to talk about music. Yeah. So Walt had said, there's a terrific power to music. You can run any of these pictures and they'd be dragging and boring, but the minute you put music behind them, they have life and vitality. They don't get any other way. How fitting. I love Good it. stuff. That's awesome. But it works. <laughs> on that note, uh, that's our show for the week. So we want to thank you for sticking around. We had so much fun putting this one together. And again, special thanks to Kaylin for joining us. Thank you for answering our call. Mr. Matt Prokop, happy birthday and happy birthday to all of our friends. Uh, we love you all. With that said, comments, questions, or any stories you want to share with our audience, make sure you email us at friends at magiconmainstreetpodcast.com. Also make sure you follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magic on main pod. And check out our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. You can get some special stuff. Uh, We are now finding a way to get some things reprinted. So all of our subscribers expect a package soon. Uh, But yeah, $2 a month and uh, get some special goodies for you. So check out more information at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. And make sure you subscribe, leave a review and help us spread some magic by sharing our little podcast with your Disney lovers in your life. On behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Daniel, Scar, Kaylin, and myself, thank you so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love. Thanks for hanging out with us. Street.